on RSN Winners. And at 12 to 1, Jason Adams joins us from Sandowns with the latest in Greyhound news. How are you, Jace? Good afternoon, Nars. I'm well and really swept up in the excitement of Australian Cup Week. It's been uh, awesome so far with the lunch, of course, yesterday, and it really is a, one of the great times of the year, and it's in full swing. Definitely. Of course, we had the box draw yesterday at the luncheon you mentioned, um, and it's developed into a very even race. It has. I think uh, leading into the heats, there were no real standouts in terms of uh, certainties, apart from those ones that were well drawn, the locks of My Redeemer and, and Black Opening, etc. But I think leading into those heats, there was a massive night of racing. And out of, out of that as well, we've got a, a really good field, as you mentioned, and uh, certainly the race deserves nothing less than a great field. Let's run through... Who we do have engaged from box number one, Donna Patty. She's at $3.80. Of course, she's very well drawn, Donna Patty. She come into her heat probably low on confidence. Her form wasn't that good, but she had a month off uh, leading into it. So I think from Team Daily, that was a masterstroke. That would have done a bit of work with her. Um, she would have came, come back nice and keen. She got the job done on Saturday night. Drawn well here in box number one. Of course, has won of group one from this draw uh, in the maturity last July. Uh, box two, we've got My Redeemer, and look, he's looking to be one of the few who have completed that Melbourne Cup, Australian Cup double. We haven't seen it since Donna Double One got the uh, the job done back in 2015, 2016. I think My Redeemer, he was very good in the team league. I think he was just defeated by a bad draw in box number eight. But box two here suits him to the ground. He's got Donna Ross on his outside in box number three, who's a reasonable beginner, and he will want to get wide. So I think My Redeemer's in the box seat there. Bago, bye-bye in box four. Look, he was remarkable in his heat on Saturday night, of course. He's a greyhound who was initially trained up in Queensland. He was very talented. We've, also, we've always known he's got great ability, but he just didn't have his mind on the job all the time. So he went over to New Zealand, done some good things over there, back to Australia now. He went 29.54 uh, at the Meadows on Saturday night. If you're not familiar with times there, that is express. And speaking to, to George Ferrugia, who's certainly up to date with all the splits at the Meadows, he said the run-home time was absolutely off the charts and something you don't often see uh, from Greyhounds, even at this level. When we're talking about Group 1 winning sprinters going around, he's at $5, Bago bye-bye. And, look, I'm not quite sure he can win the race because he's not an exceptional beginner and he's got Diana Ross on his inside. He will want to shift off the track. So only his very best and a little bit better, I think, is going to be good enough for him. Delivering box number five, he was just amazing on Saturday night again. He's just so high on confidence, winning from bad draws and... At the box draw yesterday, as soon as he drew box number five, I think everyone's thought, oh, not again. But hearing Vince Julio, of course, his owner, uh, up on stage, he's delighted with the draw, which is often strange for a greyhound drawn in box number five. But he said he just uh, delivered his uh, relishes on that pressure coming from either side of him. You think that's where we really see the best of him. Uh, box six, she's gifted, who's into another big group one final. Of course, she ran a place in the Melbourne Cup. Uh, and the T-Souls tip syndications guys behind her will be up and about. Black Opie in box seven, and so she returned to some great form uh, at the Meadows last Saturday night, and her heat had the draw to do so. Um, that's exactly what she did. And Miss Linda Miro, now she's, a, I think, a sneaky chance out there in box number eight. So I know coming out of the box draw yesterday, Dave Gill was probably a little bit disappointed about where she's drawn, but we've seen in the past, box eight hasn't been too bad in Australian Cup. We wind back the clock to... Fanta Vale, who at the time wasn't a great beginner, but Box 8, um, it was good enough for her to begin well, cross over uh, and win the Australian Cup. So a really good field ahead of us this Saturday night. In terms of how I think the race play out, I've got my Redeemer on top. Um, I just think with Dinah Ross on his outside, who will want to get wide, um, that's all he needs, my Redeemer. He's an absolute star talent. We've seen him win, win the, the Melbourne Cup late last year and look, only a half chance is all he needs to, to really capitalise on that. So I think my Redeemer's one to beat. 
in the Australian Cup. But nonetheless, it's an exceptional field. And uh, as I said, uh, the race deserves nothing less. No, definitely. And, and what about the, the superstars, so the Fantabar superstars to be run on Saturday night as well? Yeah, this is uh, probably not as deep in quality, but I think it carries more star power. And that comes from one greyhound in particular. It is the Batman Tornado Tears. Of course, he came into his heat on Saturday night after that amazing win in the Zoom Top where he was first up for five months. He jumped at around $1.30, $1.40 on Saturday night. And look, as partners, not often does those sort of prices represent good value. But on this occasion, I think it was, it would have been the anchor in many a multis uh, around the country. He went out and he got the job done. He went 41.96, and that is just amazing. It's, he hasn't gone that good uh, ever in his starts at the Meadows. It was just half a length of face task. Uh, track record. So Tornado Tears was the biggest story out of the night for mine. He's drawn poorly in the final. He's drawn box number five. And I spoke to Rob Britton yesterday, and look, he is pretty dirty with the draw. He wanted to be inside of Black Impala. Instead, he's got Black Impala directly on his inside. So um, it's probably not going to suit him in terms of what uh, Rob thinks. But I spoke to um, Glenn Dayton, who used to be the trainer of Black Impala. He said he's probably going to carry Tornado Tears into the race because he's got Fantastic early speed, Black Impala. We saw him break the first sectional record uh, over the 700 in the Meadows on Saturday night. So who knows? I think it's either he ruins Tornado Tears' race or he makes it for him. But I think he's very hard to to not have on top. Um, other chances are going to be Poco Dorado, box number two. She's at $10 to win this race. And we've seen her be okay in the past few weeks. And we all know she doesn't go anywhere near as good down here in Victoria than what she does at a home track at Wentworth Park. Ebby Ripper was another heat winner. Uh, she went 42-48, and it was a bit of a, a blast from the past seeing her win. She's had over 100 starts, and I don't think we thought that she was capable of producing her very best um, at this stage of her career, but she was awesome coming from behind on a Saturday night. But uh, the Fandabelle Superstars, Tornado Tears, absolutely the one to beat. Clear run, he wins. He's about 8 to 10 lengths better than the, than the rest of them. Exactly. It's going to be a great spectacle to watch too. Look, they're the two big ones, but I'll tell you what, the support program is pretty strong too. Yeah, absolutely. There's a, a long list of advertised events for the night. There's a, a maiden final at Group 3 level. You've even got the, the country championship where there's been heats ran uh, around Victoria, culminating in a final this Saturday night. The Cup Night Middle Distance, which is a feature race over the 600 metres at the Meadows, and also the Australian Cup Consolation. And then at the box draw yesterday, Shota Thompson confirmed that Poke the Bear will be heading that way. So... That's exciting news. If you haven't seen his run from Saturday night, watch the Australian Cup heat that Miss Glendamiro ran because you, you look at Poster Bear's run, he was probably plus four or five lengths in running. Miss Glendamiro's gone 29.70 odd and Poster Bear's making ground on her. It was an amazing run, but certainly nothing that we don't expect coming from Poster Bear. So they're there, I guess, the second tier features on the night, along with the Vanderbilt Superstars and also the Australian Cup. So a big night of racing, but also off the track, as always, there'll be a heap happening in the Meadows with a lot of uh, activities. If someone on track will have a chance to win a brand-new car and also a, a stack of things for the kids to do, which there always is uh, at the Meadows on a Saturday night. I certainly uh, encourage everyone to get along. It's going to be a great one. It is going to be a great one. Uh, look, outside the, the main headlines of the Australian Cup, Grip and Sam has gone to Perth. Yeah, this has kind of come as a, a little bit of a surprise, I guess. I think we probably expected him to go over to Perth sooner or later and contest the Galaxy um, which the heats are on March 16, but it has come a bit, a bit, bit earlier, I think, because his run in the heats of the Fandabale Superstars on Saturday night was slightly disappointing. And I think for most of us who do have a pretty keen eye on the, on the Greyhound's behaviour in running, 
we all know he's got probably just as much ability as what Tornado Tears has. This Ripping Sam doesn't apply it as well as what his brother can. So he's gone over the Perth where he has had success in the past. Speak about this Group 1 Galaxy uh, that he will be prepared for now. He won that race last year. So he's going for back-to-back and maybe going back to a track where he was flying at this time last year uh, will suit him. But I think this move to WA, just temporary for this series. He's not going to be permanent. I expect him following it uh, to move back over here to Victoria and then, I guess, really get uh, warmed up for the RSN Sandland Cup in May. And also, look, Horsham Cup heat. So they were meant to be on Friday, but they've now moved to the Tuesday. Is it because of the heat? Absolutely, because of the heat, yeah. Mumbo-jumbo with the, the calendar at the moment, when these hot weeks pop around, it's going to be a 40 degrees forecast there on Friday at Horsham. So uh, obviously the race meeting couldn't go ahead, so they've moved it to a Tuesday um, where that will happen. Of course, the final uh, was pencilled in for the Saturday nights. Uh, following that, that's going to hold. So the heat's going to be on Tuesday, uh, the final Saturday week, and uh, no doubt there'll be a strong field next Tuesday. And this time next week, we'll delve into those heats. Mm, we will for sure. And uh, what about some of the highlights Thursday night at Sandown? Yeah, another good card, and especially throughout the quaddy, as it always is, pretty strong. First leg is a, a grade five final. We saw heats on Sunday. Max Tractor and also Apex within the uh, the highlight data. That mix four five, race number six. A couple of big names here. We see Courting again drawn box number one. Of course, she won from that draw a few weeks ago. She meets some really impressive types in Oakdale Magic and also Southern Ripple. And then a free-for-all, uh, but we see Billy McMahon plays a strong part in this one with Alberto Payton uh, and also Degani and often imitated for the Green O's there too. Probably another one of the winning chance. So another good card this Thursday at Sandown Park. And before I go, Nars, just want to remind everyone, don't forget the catching pen tonight. Uh, Sky Racing 2, 7 until 8 o'clock. We'll delve into all the news that surrounds the Meadows this Saturday night, this Saturday night of course. And Michael Eberrand will be in the studio as a, a special guest and also a feature story on Shona Thompson, which I have no doubt that'll be a ripper. Sounds like it. Good on you. Thank you, Jace. Thanks, Nars.